Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So this podcast is actually, I guess, primarily for Christian people, uh, whether that be non-denominational, Lutheran, Episcopalian, Catholic. This one's for, for those of us who have been raised in the Christian religion. <laughs> so it's been just kind of a fun few weeks. I had sent my niece, one of my beloved nieces, my my actually my second book, and she had responded and had given me some feedback. And what has been the most, the biggest takeaway for her has been when I had suggested that God was not the God that we were taught by our parents. I I have my book like right in front of me. I'm wondering if I should try to find the the exact quote that I that I um I'm not sure if I can just come up with it like right at the moment, but um, is that is that our parents, for better or worse, were raised in in the church and indoctrinated in the teachings of the Bible and the tenets of our church. At some point in my life, and and over the years, I have been a very, very devout Christian. I was a devout Catholic. I cannot say that I kept or believed in all the tenets of the Catholic Church. But when I talk about the Catholic Church, the reason why I like the church was because when I was there, they it seemed as though they accepted me and that they presumed that I was a Christian. And when I went to other churches, I felt like they presumed that I wasn't a Christian because I did not believe in their interpretation. Like I would be invited to services at other churches and I would go very reluctantly, but I would go for different reasons and there was this understanding that if I didn't accept this idea of Jesus into my heart, I was going to go to hell. If I didn't accept Jesus into my heart, I was going to hell. If I didn't, if I believed in evolution, I wasn't a Christian. And I mean, these have gotten only worse as the years have gone on. Like now, I don't even know what I would do. I find it intolerable that the churches have become so specific with which what you can believe. Like there are churches who say you cannot be a Democrat and be a Christian. They will go so far as to say that. The churches have become more dogmatic. I I heard of a, a priest today that was speaking at CPAC, which is a convention that the conservatives and I don't believe these are necessarily all conservatives I don't I don't know but 
Christian conservatives are present, a whole bunch of Christian conservatives present, and a priest did present at this particular event. And so it appears to be all a lot of the different Christian denominations at this point would say that anyone who was a Democrat is not a Christian and is going to hell because they believe that Jesus is the only way to God. And so I, I've done so many podcasts about this and I've alluded to this in my YouTubes, but at some point, and it has been years now, um, it has been probably 25 years ago, I let go of those beliefs. And I let go of them for a reason that, that is just in some ways kind of bizarre. So I want to tell you, I, I had two children at the time. I had a son and, and a baby. I believe that my daughter was, was like barely born. And we were, I remember taking a walk around our neighborhood with my youngest in a, in a, stroller and this thing had happened with Matthew Shepherd in Laramie, I believe Wyoming. And I really identified with the mother who thought she was sending her child to school and thought it would be safe. And some boys took him into the woods and beat him and left him for dead. He was found and he was taken to the hospital and then did pass away from his injuries later. And in searching for some, some sense of, of, like, I don't know, I was grasping and I looked to God and I said, how could this even happen? And it was at that point that I was just smacked up against the head with that God did not even spare his own son, according to the Christian religion, that God actually required the torture and death of his son to reconcile humans to God's self. And it was at that point that I could no longer believe in a God that would have such a requirement. It made absolutely no sense to me. No sense to me. And I know that there are so many Christians who would say what I'm saying is absolute heresy because it says it in the Bible. See, it says it right there. So I ought to not argue with people. It's like, I don't want to argue with people. I allow people to believe what they want to believe. So fast forward that I realize and I and I and I continue to have a belief in what I believe were the 
teachings of Jesus. As in, I believe the teachings of Jesus were that he believed in love, to love your neighbor and to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. He said there were only two commandments. When people would bring sinners to him, he would say, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. He talked about us being able to, through the power of God, he never talked about his power. He talked about the power of God. That through the power of God, we could say to a mountain to move and it would move. And he said that we would do greater things than he did. So I had believed this for years, but it's still like it didn't really made sense to me because honestly, I have not seen very many mountains move. I had seen throughout my life miraculous things have happened. I've had these things that have happened and I have had some understanding that I was always generally taken care of that I generally had what I needed, even if I could not see it at the time. So I'd be like in my car fumbling for something, like even say like a hair tie. And I would say to myself, I know there's a hair tie in it. I just can't see it. So I knew on some level that these principles were true. But fast forward to four years ago when I realized, or I have this understanding, this impression, this idea come to me that we really are the creators of our reality. And I see how this aligns with the teachings of Jesus. That Jesus said that this. He said, do not worry for anything. Do not worry for anything. And seek ye first the kingdom. And what is the kingdom? The kingdom is the alignment with that. The kingdom is the knowingness of the love of God, of the knowingness of the love of that, the staying in alignment with that, the staying in trust with that. As in what I call God, some people feel uncomfortable but with that word, but I'm very comfortable with the word God. Some people call it universe. So it would seem like an, an amazing discovery, right? Okay, so if I create my reality, then I can create my reality. So I set out on this journey. I, I Sometimes I equate it to being on a train. And on that train, the, the momentum, the train is moving in a certain direction. And the momentum being me staying in the belief in the belief and the trust 
that that whatever it is that I desire can come into my physical reality. So, and so th- then there's also these these different types of, of beliefs out there, and that is that when you come to a certain place in your spiritual evolution, you stop any need for anything. And I and I argue, and I and I will. I feel like I will always argue this to one degree or another, and that is that we make micro choices all day long. That we are always having preferences. That without food, we would expire. Without water, we would expire. I mean, without air, we would expire. And so we are making these micro choices all day long about our preferences. So I don't believe that it ever really ends completely. But my desire has has been to use my life as an experiment. So for four years now, I've been putting out this content on YouTubes and on in all these different ways, YouTube's podcasting, writing. I've been putting out this this material on my life as the experiment. And <laughs> and there is there is I would say 80% is amazing. I've gotten to 80%. At first, when I first started, it was like 50/50, like I I had a really hard time staying positive. And the reason why is because a lot of times it didn't come into my physicality in a time frame that I could latch on to it as as a real thing. So I would have a desire for something and, and then it would not necessarily show up. Now, I had a lot of things that were showing up, so I knew it was possible. But but it was it was kind of like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but I would get in these really, really, really negative, negative mindsets. So... Now it's probably about 80-20, but I just want to share with you. So this morning I woke up not doing very well. I don't know what it was. I I remember that I had what I was had dreamt about um last night and I I woke up and I was just kind of not doing that greatly and and then I was kind of in a situation that I wasn't expecting it to be how it went down and and I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I pick up on people's energy and I feel like in some ways I can pick up on their feelings and their thoughts. And I was in a situation that I was really uncomfortable and I, I had really wanted to go home. So I, I get to the situation, I'm already not doing that great, but I get there and then it went from like what I perceived to be bad to worse. I mean, this wasn't like a horrible, horrible thing, but it, it was I was uncomfortable and I decided to push through. I said no. I'm and then I started to as 
as I was in this situation, which only lasted maybe about an hour, I was attempting to change my thoughts. I was attempting to go from these people don't like me and think that I'm weird to just trust in the love of my, my, my own love for myself. That it doesn't matter what they think of me. It doesn't matter what they think of me. Now what matters is what I think of me. (laughs) And so I was able to turn that situation around pretty quickly. And I proceeded to have a really good day. It was a really good day, despite the fact that it started like rough. But I'm accepting of the fact that I... I am not always vibing. Sometimes I, these words, I just like, they really bother me. (laughs) This idea, you know, that's out right now, vibing high, really bothers me. Because it sets it up to be that there's like this spiritual hierarchy. And that there's some people who are vibing higher than others. And even if it's true... It lends itself to spiritual pride, which is something that I really try to stay away from in my life. And so, and so they talk about this like spirit, you know, like I'll give you an example that I, I have this tarot card reader and she just consistently talks about this certain thing. And I, I, I just, just ask her the question. And I said, I said, how do I know who this person is? Because I am surrounded in this particular, what she wants to say, like fire signs. Let's just say fire signs. I am surrounded in fire signs. I I have them in friends and work and family, mostly in family. I am surrounded by fire signs. And so I, I just point blank ask her, I said, how do I know? And she said, you'll know by where they're vibing. And I just wanted to say, and I didn't say anything back to her. And I said, but that doesn't mean anything to me because during a day, I'm on different wavelengths. And all of us are. Even people who want to say I vibe higher than everyone else has their moments where they're not. And I'm sorry, but it's the truth even if we don't want to accept the fact that we're not perfect. It's just true that that it just fluctuates. Like I can be like on what Abraham Hicks calls the high flying disc one second and then just get bumped off of it. And then I'm just, you know, and then I had to get back up, you know, and then get bumped off there again, you know, and, and, and I guess I could say, that I have something to do with that. And when I look at it, okay, what was I thinking about? You know, and then and then we can turn that to the positive. Like like yesterday, I I they were during a training, it was saying to like write down your dream day. So I'm writing my dream day and I'm writing about all this stuff about spending time with the man of my dreams and And as I'm writing this thing, 
<laughs> the person actually says his name. Not his full name, but like his first name. And it was just crazy to me. Like, so these things happen to the positive too, right? So like sometimes when things are, we're not on a high flying disc and we think about, oh yeah, I was thinking that I, that I suck in life and always will. And then we're bringing evidence in for that, but we can also be bringing in evidence to the positive when we're thinking good thoughts. <clears throat> so today my, my niece um, texted me and she said that Abraham Hicks is coming to Phoenix. And, I, and she goes, you want to go, you know, and I was just like, so I got back with her. Should I buy tickets? You know, and what I'm concerned about is, is the, the, um, the tickets like actually being sold out. So I'm like, maybe we need to buy the tickets now and it's April of next year, but you know, maybe we need to do this. And, and so she and I are having this, we are, we're texting back and forth. And I'm talking to my daughter at the same time. And then we're in this shop and we are talking to this young girl. And I'm I'm talking about what I've been talking about earlier in this podcast about us being raised in this paradigm and having to basically let go of everything we believe in order to find really any truth in this world. I, I'm just going to say that because it's been my experience. And so I'm talking about all this stuff, you know, and then I'm, I'm telling the store owner, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry if I'm offending you. And she's, she's saying, no, you're not offending me. I, you know, basically it sounds like she was raised in the evangelical church. And so we get to talking about that a little bit and I get, you know, she gets to asking me about like, who is Abraham Hicks? And, and I start to describe it a little bit. And I get a little bit into this and then she gives me this, she gives me this parable. <laughs> and this is something that I really want to talk about because this is interesting to me. So she ta starts talking about how she lost her dog recently and that when her dog was alive, her dog was blind. And one day she, and she had one of those retractable leashes. And one day she had her dog out and the dog had veered to the right and had gone straight into a cactus. And so she and her friends had to gather up the dog and had to pull out all of these prickers from the cactus. And she said, so they got the dog all cleaned up and then she was out with the dog again later and then the dog did it again her blind dog went and jumped into the cactus again and she tried to tell me that this is this is god that god knows everything so god knows the bigger thing and and is basically orchestrating things for us so that we don't we don't find ourselves in the cactus. And I understand what she's saying. And I feel like in the past, 
that I absolutely would have not only believed this, but also acted accordingly. But I'm not entirely sure that what she's saying is actually true. I'm not sure if what she's saying is actually true. And and I will tell you that in my case, if it were actually true, then another path would be coming my way. If God is in control and God is going to protect me from all of the pitfalls of my life and not running into that cactus and and basically what she's trying to say is that that thing that I desire that is not coming into my life is not coming into my life because God is protecting me. I've thought of that. I have. I've thought of that. I, 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 I actually have. Yeah, it could be. But what I was trying to explain to her before some people walked into her shop and I wasn't able to explain because I didn't want to say anything with in front of a whole bunch of people, but is that I'm I am in I am training for the World Cup. I am attempting to do something that I've never done before. I believe it is my belief, and I could be totally wrong that. It, It was God that indeed put this desire for this experience into me. I don't know that I would have ever come out, come up with it on my own. It was, it's so in some ways random. I mean, I'm just being honest. It's kind of a random thing. I mean, I, I don't know why I like, like this guy. I mean, I don't know. But if, but if what she was saying was actually the truth, then I do believe that things would be going differently in my life. As in, I would not get, I would not be writing down my dream day with this person and have somebody use his name on the training. That's weird. That's really weird, my friends, really weird. And so I'm not getting, I get breadcrumbed, but it's not from him. It's from the universe. It's from God. (laughs) So in that case, God is really mean. And there have been times, I mean, I think I put out a podcast. I don't even know how long ago it was. I just said, okay, is the universe just messing with me? That was the day that I was, I was getting dental work done. I think I was getting this, this, like I had, I had, um, they were getting me ready for a crown or something, but I'm sitting in the dental office and then something comes into my awareness and I'm just, I got to give up on this person. I just have to, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to forget about this person. This is never going to happen. I am totally nuts. I am crazy. I just, I just have to completely stop this madness. I go, I get in my car. I'm driving along. I come to a four-way stop. And I'm going to make a left. And when I go to make a left, on the front license plate, it says, With God, all things are possible. 
Okay. And then I start to cry because that's weird. I mean, that's like really weird. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So I'm driving along and, and I get to where I have to stop because there's a bus and it has like the stop sign. And so you have to stop behind a bus. And so I stop and then this car is going to make a right. And I let this car in. When I let this car in, the license plate has a 555, which is his number. So anybody who knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about. And so I don't know. Maybe things are random just because I think about this person so much that the reason why I keep getting all these weird things happening is because I think about this person so much. I mean, it could be. I'm willing to concede to that. Okay, so just talking about this, are. You know, people want to say rejection is redirection. People want to say that kind of thing. That when we are rejected in a situation that God is 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 redirecting us to something else. And it could be true. And so I have tried my 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 best to allow myself to be open to other opportunities and for other people to come into my physicality and they just don't. And you could say, I mean, I guess it could be said that I'm just not very attractive. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be said, you know, I'm not very attractive. I mean, I don't go on dating websites. I don't, you know, I, 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 I try to be as open as I can be and discerning. Because what else I have found, you know, and even though people want to say that, that, <laughs> People actually want to say that that there are gazillions of opportunities all the time. Like even Abraham Hicks is like the perfect one that, you know, they've had this habit of ha- saying, oh, but there's a hundred potential partners in this room right here. You know, okay. So they would want to say that there's a hundred potential people around me all the time. And maybe I just have this bogus belief that there's not. Part of the reason why I think that that is the case for me is because I like this person's qualities. I like his qualities. I, and I don't, I, his qualities are so rare to me. I don't see very many men who have his qualities. Like, I just don't see them. And you know what? It has been hard. It has been hard to, like, give up like to not go for what is here in my physicality just go for what's here because that but see I can't really do that because if that's what I really want then this you know and it's not even fair to this person for me to do that to this person because like that's not fair you were my second choice or maybe my 10th you know so I'm just going to try you on for size and see how this goes I mean, that's just like so like wrong. (laughs) It's 
it's just so wrong. I mean, I've looked at this situation from so many different sides. And so it has been hard, but here's the thing. It's the World Cup, you guys. It's the impossible dream. It's that thing that people always tell me. There's no way that's ever going to come into your life. People tell me that. I don't tell very many people. Like, I don't. I've been very, very... And then as time has gone on, I've told even fewer people because of all the negative feedback that I've gotten from the few people that I have told. Um, And I don't want that in my, my... awareness their doubt I don't want their doubt around me don't doubt all over me I don't want that but I can't give up on that dream any more than if I were a practicing soccer player that I would give up on the world cup And I don't know, I think that that might be the difference between a champion and a person who just does not achieve their potential. The champion never gave up. And so I hear what she's saying. And I feel like what she's saying is is a completely different thing than what I am attempting to live. I hear I hear and I take that in and I consider I've considered that 3 chapters ago. 3 stages in evolution ago. And so <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> and in the words of Cryon I think that's enough for now. (laughs) Again, I appreciate you all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.